Hello and welcome to Building a Brand Foundation, a series of podcasts which will give you a firm foundation from which to launch a successful brand that will attract customers and help you grow your business. Welcome along. Today we're going to be talking about your brand vision. Many people often get this confused um, or they feel there's a huge amount of overlap between uh, the vision and the mission statement. I think the difference really is the mission statement lives in the now and the vision is very much where the company's going to be going, where you want to take it, what are you thinking to do with the company on a sort of 5, 10, 15, even 20 year basis. With any brand, you know, any brands that have been around a long time, that longevity and that planning and that strategy of achieving that vision is hugely important. A really good vision is an aspirational description of what the brand would like to achieve um, or accomplish in the mid and long-term future. It is intended to serve as a clear guide for choosing the current and future courses of action. And ideally, the statement should be in one sentence and not really explain how the vision is met as such. People aren't going to hold you accountable to sort of, well, you said you'd be doing this and you're not. It's more about, I know where the company's going. I have big dreams for that. I'm going to talk about that and tell you about it, but I'm also going to write it down so that everyone who becomes part of this brand understands where we're going and what we hope to achieve. The great thing about writing down, you know, and articulating a clear vision is that people want to be part of a business that knows where it's going. And you can really unite your customers and clients and staff and everyone under the one banner of we have big goals, we know where we're going, and we're going to hopefully achieve them both short term and long term. And that kind of planning, that's attractive. It brings in people because they can see, yeah, they know where they're going. I want to be part of that. And your customers, again, are going to be excited about supporting a brand that has real vision and, you know, wants to really have impactful role in the future of everyone. The flip side is the problem is if you don't know where your brand is going, how can you expect your staff to help you get there? They're not going to know either, which means it's going to be harder and harder to sort of achieve any goals that you want to set. And also, you know, if you don't know where you're going and your staff don't know where you're going, not only will it be more expensive because you're going to waste a lot of time and resources trying to get there but also people aren't really excited by that you know they want to know that you're committed to something and you're excited about the future and if they begin to sense a sort of that you've become complacent or you're not quite sure you know all of a sudden you can start to lose their trust once their trust starts to go so does their loyalty and they're going to look for other people who have got this vision Because that vision is easy to spot and it's very attractive and that will draw people away from you to someone else. And what we want to do is outline your vision, make it clear so you can attract, get more clients, get great staff, keep the staff you've got. That's all massively important. We're not going to worry about, oh, I said after five years I'd be achieving this. Nobody's going to, you know, nobody's going to care particularly. They just want to know you know where you're going. I guess an analogy would be if you're sailing a boat and you say, well, I want to get across the Atlantic Ocean to America. I've heard great things about it. I'm going to get there. And they're going to ask, well, you know, have you got a map? Have you planned it out? Do you know how long it's going to take and what you're going to need to get there? And if you're like, no, not really. I just think I had, I figured if I just kind of get going, it will eventually get there. You will get there, but it'll just take you a hell of a long time. And the reason is, one, you don't know where you're going. And two, all of your potential crew... They've all joined on the boat next door who said, yep, we're going to get to America. We're going to get there in under 100 days. 
I'm going back in time. This is not something relevant. But anyway, we're going to get to America. I've plotted out the map. I know exactly where we need to be, when we're going to hit these targets, which is the safest route, which is the quickest route. I've got plenty of supplies on board. I've got hired a great captain. I'm really confident we're going to get there. All of your crew are lining up to go and join that guy because he knows what he's talking about. You're both in the harbour. Nobody's achieved anything yet. And nobody's going to know who's going to be more successful. But it's pretty obvious it's going to be the guy that is planning ahead and is thinking and is looking to take a, you know an objective and go, right, I'm going to achieve this. It's really important to me compared to the guy who's like, yeah, I just think we'll get there. It'll be fine. So that's the reason of vision statement. What we want to do is inspire people to want to stay with us and join us and to let the world know about what we're hoping to achieve with the business, but also, you know, in the big picture. And so what we want to do is outline what you're hoping to achieve, why that matters to customers, why that's going to inspire your staff. So in order to sort of outline what I mean, I found a few examples that I felt they struck a lovely balance between sort of having a bit of pur- a bit of purpose and energy about now, about where they're going. So we need to get on and get there. But we're also kind of uh, a balance of being realistic and ambitious. Is that thing of it's nothing too specific, but it's achievable. So Bill and Melinda Gates, who are well known for their philanthropic um, giving with all their charities, their vision statement is that they would like to see child mortality in developing nations cut by 50% in the next five years. It's kind of uh, very specific. We know what we're trying to achieve. It's a big cause to get behind. Cut by 50% in the next five years is fairly specific. But again, you know, it depends on who's measuring that. But either way, um, it gives you a reason. So you might go, okay, I want to generate, I want to give money to that foundation because I know they do good things with it. But by telling you what they're going to do and by setting themselves the goal, that's going to remind you, okay, so they're driven and they're inspired to do that. I, I know that if I spend my money or give my money to them, they know how they're going to spend it because they have an objective in mind, which is inspiring. I really like the sweet green one, which was to inspire healthier communities by connecting people to real food. It's a great balance of what we're doing, you know, producing healthy food, but also that thing of the goal and the vision is to bring community together with our food. And it's real food. It's not just packaged and, you know, mass produced and cheap and cheerful. So their vision statement is to build a brighter future using the product they offer, which is great. There is no specific timeline like in the the Bill Gates one, but still it still inspires and it's putting together the picture in your mind of a much healthier, happier future, which you want to be part of. Oxfam, uh, they had a just world without poverty. It's it's a very sort of grand vision statement. Uh, I don't know if it'll ever be achievable, but for a big, huge, you know, charity who've got the reach and the opportunity, yeah, I can, you know, the, if anyone's going to give it a good go, it's going to be them. So I understand that they're, they're they're thinking bigger and looking far, you know, further into the future because that's the size of the organisation. If that's your vision statement, because you're a one charity shop. Uh, I think it would come across as slightly foolish because how are you going to change it on your own? So the balance is always the size of the organization, the potential reach and impact you can achieve. But also what's the, you know, what's a more holistic, brighter future that we want to create that's going to excite our customers and, uh, you know, our staff alike. So in order to help you put all this together, I've put out a type of, I've given a list of questions. And what these are, you know, the whole point of these is to write them down write down the answers to the questions and then begin to bring that together in sort of a, it will be a quite a heavy weighty mission sort of vision statement, sorry, in the middle, in the beginning. But what that will do is you can hack away and strip at that and you don't have to have an answer for every question. It just means the questions are there to get your brain thinking 
as to what we want to achieve, what's worth answering, and the answers can be put together to form something which is going to be exciting and inspirational. So here's a few questions to help you begin to bring together a sort of a vision statement um, that's going to really work for you and your brand. The first question is, what are your most important products and services? You could look at it from, say, maybe most, most popular. Uh, maybe there's a signature product that everyone loves. But I think it, from this point of view, because it's coming from your point of view, you're going to want to talk about what's the most important product you offer or service you offer that's going to have the most impact. I think that, you know, like I said, it's very specific to your business, but the impact that that product could make is where it gets exciting. Uh, second question, what products and services will you never offer? So again, we're taking the flip side. We're saying, you know, we're never going to be doing this. We won't compromise on that. We're not about, you know, so I guess that with the sweet green one, we talked about inspiring healthy communities by connecting people to real food. I guess the one there would be, you know, the real food angle. So they don't say we will never offer crap food or processed food. They just sort of go the other way and say it's all about real food. So when it comes to that thing of what we never offer, processed crap effectively what is unique about doing business with your brand so we're thinking here what is it that makes you special something that you can pull out that very very you know specific to you but also helping your customers and help build a brighter future the ikea one you know to create a better everyday life for the many people that's quite broad in itself but we all know that the ikea product and their whole philosophy is it's beautiful furniture but it's bought in bulk it's flat packed, so there is no added cost. You take it home and do it yourself. And because it's cheaper, um, everyone can afford it. So that's kind of tied into a very unique offering for them. It's the opposite of um, the sweet green one, which is all about real food. They don't talk about, we're just trying to feed everyone. So we just give them cheap rubbish and they can take it away. You know, it's next question. How would your customers describe your brand? So again, it's kind of, they'll probably would talk about what you do or what you do for them, what your service or offering is. Go back to the sweet green. The customers would describe their brand as it's real food, it's community. You know, so it, you're just placing a mirror up to what you do and then thinking, what do they think about us? Okay, what do we do that helps them? How does that make them feel? Um, how could we use our brand or our product or service or whatever it is to change their lives to create a more beautiful future? So maybe that's the way you want to look at it. Um, you have to think about where will your company be in the next five, ten 15 and 20 years so this is always a good exercise whether you do it internally or just yourself just try and work out where would your brand be in 10 years time it's you might say uh the the plan is to sell up <laughs> which isn't very exciting but it might be actually that we're looking to change a particular industry we're looking to have a big impact for the future um and it doesn't always have to be super super worthy you know you might be looking to sort of you might say we're looking to shake up the hotel industry you know because we would just think it's broken that might be one you know it's you're not particularly saving people from poverty but you're looking to change the industry which will in turn benefit your customers what type of work do you dream of creating for your staff and then what type of work do you dream of creating for your customers and finally what type of work do you dream of creating for future generations so again it's if you're creating an environment uh, an office, a business, what's that going to do for your staff in the future? How are you going to change them and impact them and help them grow as people? And then, like I said, with your customers, what are you inspiring them to do? How are they changing because of your impact on them? And finally, you know, what's your legacy? You know, moving forward, what is the future going to be? If you wanted to, you know, um, 
a lot of them talk about that. You know, they talk about a just world without poverty. That's Oxfam's vision. They're talking about, I want to create a world for future generations, which is, you know, it might be to end homelessness. You can have a big, bold vision, and it can be very much a future world you hope to create for people. No one's going to say, you know what, years ago you said you were going to do this and you haven't done it. Nobody cares because it's all about the now and it's all about what we can achieve together. So that's the the key questions there. There's quite a lot to consider, admittedly. But what I think is those range of questions, although not all of them will be applicable, but you might find in the answers you're writing down, there's a couple of bits which are really beginning to go, yeah, do you know what, actually, that's kind of true. That's what we do and that's what we hope to do. And I know our customers are excited about this because they've told us and and that's, I guess, why we started offering this service, blah, blah, blah. So that would be, um, it's going to help get answers out of you, which then you can, you know, pack together into a sentence. And as always, get the sentence down. It's really important to have something down. And then you can spend time just chipping away and refining that before you put it up. And it's always better just to get this vision statement, write it down, put it somewhere on your website, put it on your brand book for your team, put it in your place of office, your, your business, tell people about it, get them excited about where you're going. I guess look, if you did a sports team, it'd be even easier because you go, look, our goal is to, we want to be an established top league team playing this type of football, inspiring our fans so that they can feel proud about where they live and the team they support by this date. And it's kind of, most teams are going to think of that, but again, you're going to want to join a team that is thinking about where it wants to be you know, what type of, how it's going to play its sport, its actual game. Is it going to be like with football? Is it going to be passing or long ball or energy or high pressing or counter-attacking? And then it's going to be, well, okay, um, we want to be in this league, doing this, challenging for these honours, playing this type of football with these type of players, inspiring our fans. And all of this is going to make people excited. It's going to, you know, remind your customers, okay, this is this is good. I want to be part of that team because it knows where it's going. And this, the future they're painting for me, when I visualize that and I think about it, I get excited. How can I contribute to that? If it's as little as just buying your product and supporting your brand, I'm all in because I want to be part of that. And I think that's where charities in particular, people are really fired up and motivated to help, help support these charities. And they're not really being rewarded financially. It, it goes beyond that. They just want to be involved. They want to help them. And they believe that the charity has the opportunity and the sort of scope and growth to make a meaningful impact. And they can be part of that. Now, if your customers feel like that about your brand, that's super powerful. They're going to want to stick with you, reward you, support you. But they're only going to want to do it if they know what your vision statement is. And again, you're only going to be able to hire and keep the best people if they're inspired by your vision statement. And it all compounds on itself. You have an inspirational vision statement. You keep your best staff. You attract more customers. So your business grows. And then you can actually get better staff because they're excited about what's happening. And therefore, you're getting better talent, which means better customer service, happier customers. Customers recommend you. It all grows, grows, grows. And it all starts with something as simple as this. So with all these things, you know, I'm here to help. I do this a lot with clients. I'm quite kind of experienced with it. I can help advise you on what to what I feel would work and what doesn't because it's tough. And, uh, you know, you can listen to these and you can write down the questions and try and work it out. So if you get stuck, please, as always, send me a message, email me, phone me. We'll put some time aside. I'll come and work with you on it so we can get that statement out and into the real world and start growing your brand and your business. I just wanted to finish by saying thank you for listening. I appreciate your attention. 
and I hope what I've been talking about you'll be able to put into practice. If you know of anyone else who might find this information beneficial, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with them. Please subscribe at iTunes and leave a review. And if you have any questions, you can send me an email or go to my website where you can see all the show notes from this episode. If there are any other topics you'd like me to cover, I'd be happy to do so. DM me on Instagram or send an email to thad at thadcox.co.uk. Thank you.